Welcome to another episode of Washila Why, aka I am a foreigner. I'm your host, the Black Lawai, back with another discussion, story, or maybe debate about being a Lawai. Not only about being a Lawai, but just being a human being in general. I hope you had an amazing week like I did, considering I've been stuck in lockdown for the longest time. My routine has reached the climax of being boring. But then, summer is coming up and these herbs are not being compliant to my demands. But overall, I'm glad you're here. Today, I have a special guest. Not special to you, but special to me. My one and only best friend, the Harry Lawai. Do you remember in episode one when i told you the story about walking the streets with my best friend and we are the combination of the three but two musketeers well after a long persuasive week or two he eventually agreed to be my guest on washi lawai what's up harry lawai hello thank you for inviting me here today uh, I am excited because I know you're like, oh no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Why? I think it's the lockdown, maybe. The situation here that changed my mind. Mm-hmm. We, freedom of speech, right? Yeah, you're tired freedom of, of speech. You're tired of this, this madness. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are starting a conversation about Washila Wai because... Looking at Foshila Y, there are two aspects that I introduced. The first one in episode one was, you know, our experience that we have had walking down, you know, in the streets or even the university and we're getting those weird stares from the Chinese. And the other aspect was feeling foreign in a group of people that you could be similar to, right? But we are talking about the first aspect of something we have both experienced not only us but our friends outside of you know different places or different cities here in china and earlier this week we had a discussion random discussion and you were sharing a story with me and we know we're just speaking and we kept realizing that these things are going to keep on happening every other time right what's the most interesting question you have been asked by a local here in China. An interesting question that you would find offensive in a way, but you're polite enough to reply. <clears throat> well, I've been asked a lot of questions, you know, and mostly people are like, oh, you are so hairy. And is it because of your diet? Is it like <laughs> everybody in your country has hair? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it's, it's usually like that you know mm-hmm. and also uh, they say they think that oh because I have hair I sweat a lot and I stink mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the stereotype here you know mm-hmm. and considering you are from a Muslim country you have beliefs as to you know the hair you keep on your body for example your beard and everything but to them it's interpreted as something else. Yeah. For example, take me, I'm the Black Lawai. And not here, but other people do think that because we're dark skin, 
we do not shower. Actually, I remember sometime as interviewed by a Chinese student and she was using Baidu to search about my country. And Baidu presented interesting searches. For example, we live in huts. We do not have proper roads. We do not have proper buildings. And I was like, huh? I had to literally, I'm like, look, listen, look at my phone. I'm showing you this is the search right now. Go to google.com, get a VPN, go to google.com, search for my country. It's more than what you are being shown in your media and, you know, the information you're being told is false most of the times. You have, a, you've built a stereotype around us that we do not shower. We smell, oh, perfume, cologne. Oh, yes. yes. My Lord. They say that we wear perfume because uh, we stink. Mm-hmm. Right. And they don't. Well, we, we, should we comment about that? Not to offend, out of a place of good heart, right? Yeah. We're humans. Let's, let's be honest. We, as I think most of the foreigners, depending on the culture you've grown up in and everything, or the environment you've grown up in. For example, for us in my country, growing up, you have to shower at least three times a day or two, right? Morning and evening, and then do it every other day. So if you shower two times a day in a week, you have showered two times seven, that's 14 times, right? As compared to the Chinese here, for example, do you remember when you used to go to class early in the morning? And it would be so stuffy, like when you're walking in the hallways. And you're like, why? (laughs) (laughs) And our class would smell so nice because everyone, you know, has put on this cologne. But if you try to put your nose to the Chinese classrooms, it's an interesting... It's a different story there. (laughs) (laughs) Combination of scents, right? Yes. And it's because of their culture that they shower at night and just wake up and wash their face and dress up. Exactly. And you know, uh, for us, like for my country, it's a Muslim country mm-hmm. and we pray like five times a day. So we have to be clean all the time. We have to take showers. We have to, we have to keep ourselves clean all the time. Because the body is believed to be the temple of God or Allah. Exactly. So I think also it comes to the religions that we have because this is not a country that is particular on either Christianity or Islam. There's the other religions that they have. So I think it also contributes to us because we believe that our bodies are temples of God. Exactly. So we have to appear clean all the time. Right? So some interesting things that keep going on here. Right? And not only about that. So we've talked about your hair. What other thing? Have you been told that you might have found offensive? Well, they call me monster sometimes. Like, oh, because I have so many hair, I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. I'm a bear. <laughs> and I am... There, there's a word that they use. It's like... It says strong. Like, um, hunk. Yeah. Manly, right? Mm-hmm. So they relate this as like something that is foreign for them something uh, like an alien mm-hmm. and it's not uh, how to say it's not appreciated that much yeah because here they, they think that oh a body should always be 
all clean all smooth. without any hair exactly. smooth exactly and if they see somebody with hair it's it's a different story for them mm-hmm. they're either scared of it or they're attracted to it but the attraction part is really less it depends the scary part is a lot <laughs> you're like bigfoot right exactly like a yeti <laughs> i mean i i don't know if i'll be better having hair on my body as compared to being dark skin because it, it, it's it, it depends right i know you experience your own version of racism or you know a way that is not comfortable and also i experience my own version and there's times when we have the similar versions but i'm like the times we are together yes when it's yes. a double threat right exactly. <laughs> we i mean i like it to be honest we, we we scare them and we get her things done quicker yeah compared to when we're alone exactly think about it hmm? that's true <laughs> <laughs> well i was asked i think i was asked a question or i think we talked about it that where do we go to uh, ease our bodies like do we have toilets or do we are we that ancient to dig a hole in the ground and do everything and then cover it up. Have you ever experienced that being asked or oh, that curiosity of how do you shower or how do you go to the toilet or how do you brush your teeth or you know those types of odd questions or what do you dress up what do you you know the, the questions of things that you would be like why are you asking this question it's it's odd why Well there was one time uh, a person I knew mm-hmm. he asked me I was actually using his toilet and I asked him that I don't use tissues yeah and he he was like oh you don't then how do you clean yourself what do you do mm-hmm. and I told him like as a muslim we use we use water right yeah you have to clean yourself yes so for for that person it was what i do is dirty but mm. what he does is not not dirty you know it's not dirty yeah. i mean medically i know that tissues do not clean well you just like wiping and you still have the dirt and not until i said doing it by myself because you are muslim and the influence is starting to rub off on me i also start using i i do it two ways i'll use tissue and then i'll take a bath afterwards i'll feel more clean compared to using tissue if i use tissue alone to be honest i feel uncomfortable at this point it's like mm-hmm. no <laughs> it's not clean no exactly. i need to use you know water as well but i mean i think that's what defies because i know there are certain families here that are open minded and they've been more they've been to the states or whichever country and they have adapted the uh, they have practices yes influence. yes so they do these things it's not that uh, everyone does this the just majority that we have interacted with have these perceptions of you know foreigners right speaking of the word foreign because here it's why right for example uh now why why goren why there is a common aspect w a i why so foreign anything that's foreign 
we are looked at. For example, we're going to talk about this just slightly. We have had the coronavirus that has been happening since 2020. And in the media, it will be written as why something, I don't know, what would the virus be? Why? I'm going to say why being, because being means sick. So foreign sickness, right? So, and we are wide boring foreign people, foreign virus. How do you think the fact of the virus being related to you has affected you or your general living here? Well, you know, every word that has that why or why go, why go around, mm-hmm. it's all like everybody thinks, oh, if, if why is there, that means it's foreign related, mm-hmm. foreign person related. So let's talk uh, like this virus situation, right? Mm-hmm. The word that they use, why, everybody here thinks that, oh, foreigners are responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Foreigners are bringing it mm-hmm. in China. Mm-hmm. And that has negatively affected our lives here. People are starting to be more racist, I would say that. Mm-hmm. They won't uh, They won't talk to you much. They will try to avoid you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an incident. Uh, there was a scenario what happened. Like, uh, I saw a mother and, a, and his kid, right? Mm-hmm. I was walking, just, just walking on, on the road, right? Her, the mom, she saw me coming towards them, right? Mm-hmm. She grabbed the kid by her hand and pushed him, like took him to the other side of the road. Just because I was I was gonna walk past them. Because you're a Y Goran. Yes, I'm a Y Goran. I have that character Y. <laughs> yeah, but that those the, the mere fact that we are foreigners, everything that will just seem foreign, it will affect us. And I think you know, being that it's Y, I think maybe that people have become some people have become more racist not okay racist is a big word but more narrow-minded yes narrow-minded right let's not just paint it as something else yeah narrow-minded which is very unfortunate because now for example we are living on campus how many times have you gone to the shitan or somewhere that's crowded and if there was a group of people <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> they will go away <laughs> for example last week i went to the shitang it was almost uh dinner time i went like 10 minutes to dinner time and you know during that time it's crowded yeah. i got my food and i went to the spot i like sitting at i sat there on the whole line the shitan was filled with people, but no one came to occupy the remaining seats. Even if the seats were one meter away from me, <laughs> I know. no one came. I know why. Like, why? Because there is a lava sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you're free to eat your food. I'm occupying one seat, right, yeah. with my food, and I'm eating, and I'm going to leave. But you are willing to stand and wait for other people to finish eating and yet the, there is like a line of 10 seats 
next to me that are free and you could sit on any of them but you're choosing not to like it's a university right exactly. you you're seeing foreign faces every other day you might not want to talk to them but you can sit somewhere okay shitang is maybe so far fetched we have used public transportation the bus yeah the subway how many times have you felt like you shouldn't be in that place uh, it's like every day every single time i used it mm-hmm. whenever let's say when i'm in a bus right there's always a chair, chair like a seat next next to you right mm-hmm. it's always empty even though people are willing to stand mm-hmm. they, nobody would come sit next to you and i think uh, talking about the subway right i i remember there was one time you and i we went together outside right mm-hmm. and we took it as a fun but <laughs> let's be honest it, it wasn't fun True. what we did was like okay since we know that nobody is going to sit with us right so that whole seat uh, i think it's like uh, how many people could, it's five i think it's like six, right? it's a 6 seater yeah So you sat in one corner <laughs> I sat on the other corner. <laughs> we went from our stop to the place we we wanted to go right mm-hmm. and a subway in China is always crowded. True. It's really crowded here. But that's whole seat was empty. <laughs> there were there were people standing right next to that that seat but they were not willing to sit with us <laughs> and on that seat. You know And the interesting thing is that on the subway you find like parents with their children coming on the subway and maybe the child wants to sit but the parent will be like no pull stand here <laughs> stand like why you know like that i remember an instant like, like what happened was <clears throat> there were uh, i was in a bus and there was a old grandpa and a kid right the kid saw me and he kept staring at me like curiosity yeah and after like two three stops the kid was about to like get off the bus right mm-hmm. and when his grandpa said okay it's mm-hmm. time to go the kid was like all of a sudden he said hello <laughs> and i i saw him and i also waved, waved back right mm-hmm. the grandpa saw 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 me he <laughs> grabbed him and pushed him outside He couldn't even finish like saying what he wanted to say. He couldn't mm-hmm. even say that. Next thing I know, I turned, I waved and the go- the boy was gone. <laughs> My lord. Um so do you think it's the older generation that's more narrow-minded as compared to our generation, the younger generation, or also the the younger generation is getting more narrow-minded to the level of the older generation uh, I think that the older generation as and also the young generation is both mm-hmm. and also it depends on the some chinese you know they are different as well mm-hmm. and mostly i've noticed that all those people they have a foreign influence like they've studied abroad they've been somewhere else or something they are different because you know when when you live in a situation like we are living in a situation this 
situation, right? Mm-hmm. They have when they go to another country, they're also let's say Laowai, right? Yes. They're also foreigners. Yes. So they know and they they know how we feel. Mm-hmm. So they treat us differently. But the people who are still here and who don't have that much like uh, let's exposure. say exposure, exposure, mm. yeah, they are still never minded. But then considering this is a place that has received foreigners, I don't know, I can't see the statistics, but I'm going to assume over 1 million foreigners every year. Wouldn't that be a road to change? Because I know that even the friends that we have as Chinese friends, they are still in that circle. They are still in the back of their mind. They are kind of like why go red there is that small exactly. racism in there they are still like they think you're a friend but at the at the end of their mind it's still like oh but he still is a foreigner that's yeah, honestly so sad it honestly feels so sad because we 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 i know as foreigners being that we are far from home and we have come to a new place we want to create a larger bond with the place we have you know settled in we want to get acquainted to the culture the environment and everything and if you cannot feel that what are we supposed to do because it doesn't make sense for you are a foreigner i'm a foreigner yes we have created a relationship right it's good but the place we are currently staying in because you are from a different place i'm from a different place the place we have settled in should be the place we are like feeling closest to as compared to us right because this is not a permanent home it's a temporary home but it still doesn't feel so welcoming and okay to you know the whole why goren it's so sad i honestly feel so sad yeah it still feels uncomfortable to go out because uh, whenever you go out or whenever you do anything you're always treated like someone who doesn't know mm-hmm. or someone who is different someone who won't understand their culture so yeah it kind of feels like that it should be our how to say something close to our home mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like home at all and in the chinese friends that you've had have you been able to share your culture with them and then have they received your culture or it's been one sided where you just re- picking up their culture but when you're trying to share your culture it's not welcomed well mostly it's been one sided <laughs> when i talk about my culture it's like uh 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 okay yeah 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 but when it comes to their culture they're like Oh we got this we got that we have this and uh-huh. you should do this mm-hmm. you should do that you should learn this you should learn that but they would never how to say accept your culture mm-hmm. they would tell tell you how to how to how to live here mm-hmm. according to their culture mm-hmm. but they 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 won't like it like you tell them about your culture they won't they won't like it so if you're to go back home and you tell your parents that hey i'm going to marry a chinese woman you know i love her so much i'm going to marry her do you think your parents would be open to it my parents will be open to it 
but uh, the experience that I have, I highly <laughs> doubt that <laughs> that will ever come to that point. But do you think you would consider dating a Chinese female? Like, maybe to try. Do you think? I mean, not everybody is bad, right? True. So if of course you try your luck, and if you find the right person, it doesn't matter if it's Chinese, if it's black, if it's hairy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that as well. So maybe I'm I'm not sure about it yet still, but maybe. It just matters on the mutual understanding. Yes, it depends. <laughs> All right. So this has been part one of the conversation I'm having with the Harry Lawai. So the Harry Lawai and the Black Lawai, we are a combination of aliens. We are double trouble. We are double trouble. We are actually double trouble. Exactly. We, it's always trouble with the two. Oh no, we need to reconsider this friendship, eh? <laughs> but this has been part one. So if you want to listen to part two, just stay tuned for the next episode that will follow this. Till next time, I'm the Black Lawai, and thank you for tuning in to Washi Lawai. Hey, listener, thank you for tuning in to Washi Lawai. Stay tuned for the next episode.